Olympic athlete and two-time Olympic gold medalist, great softball player, and now ESPN analyst Michelle Smith, part of the team covering that game. And now she joins us. Michelle, good to have you. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely, Steve. Glad to be here, and I'm super excited about this weekend and the series. It's going to be a great one. Yeah, as you take a look at this series, Michelle, and sort of you know go over rosters, stats, all that. What's your you know overview of this series going into it? Well, you know, if you go back over the last 13 years, it's either uh, Alabama or Florida at the top of the SEC regular season championship. So you know when these two clubs get together, it's always going to be a battle. Um, and you can look at stuff on paper and you can think matchups, but it, it doesn't matter. You could have <laughs> one team hitting great, the other team, you know, pitching great. It doesn't matter. I mean, when they when these kids get out on the on the field and 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 lay everything out on the line, it is always going to be a battle. And when you do look at it on paper this year, I mean, both teams hit well, um, both teams, you know, pitch well. So it's going to come down to execution. You know, Florida is going to score a little bit differently. They're, you know, Tim Walton always morphs his team very well into what strengths he has. And this year he's got a ton of speed. And Patrick Murphy with his club, he does a good good job of, of getting the best out of his kids as well. I think his pitching staff is strong. Um, but, you know, they, they have a little more power maybe than Florida does, but they, they also run well. So it's going to be exciting to see uh, the strategy come out of, uh, for both these coaches. You know, the jobs that Murphy and, and uh, Tim have done uh, obviously speaks for itself. I've always felt this rivalry, Michelle, was healthy in that, you know, not a lot of John. I'm just, I think these two programs respect each other. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And and I think, you know, any of these top programs, they learn from each other. They respect each other. Um, absolutely competitive and want to beat each other no matter what they're playing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these, these are the two top programs. And let's face it, they're the only two, two programs in the SEC that have won national championships. So there's, there's bragging rights for this for sure. Uh, when you look at the rest of the SEC, Michelle, top to bottom, you know, I don't know if it's the best league in the country, but as you assess the SEC, what do you see? Well, the SEC this year is strong, and I think in general softball this year, there's a ton of parity. I think the most amount of losses by a regular season champion in the SEC is six. I think we're going to blow through that this year because, honestly, anyone can beat anyone. So, um, you know, I think the league is, is strong. Maybe some of the, the, the teams at the bottom might be a little worried about getting into the, um, the postseason, mostly because they got to make sure that their, their overall records are above 500. But this is a very strong conference, and you know how it is toward the end of the year. They are just, they can't wait for May to show up so they can play someone else out of conference. Um, but yeah, this is an interesting softball year for sure. You know, you've uh, either been a player or doing the job that you're doing now for a long time. You've seen and played a lot of softball. In your view, how much has the game changed from when you played, and uh, are those changes good for the sport? So, so the game has changed a lot, and I think a lot of it's on training. I think the players are better at a younger age. I, I, you know, we, we had pitchers that threw 70, 74 miles an hour from 40 feet, you know, and that's when the games were obviously one to nothing or, you know, two to one. Um, there's a lot more offense. The, you know, the ball is a little livelier now. The bats, you know, the technology is driven. I, I think the big thing, too, is the scouting nowadays, you know, with the, all the amount of television you can you can dial up the – you know, the different statistics, and you can figure out a picture that you may not have seen, you know, what she throws, how they're going to attack you. So I think the scouting, um, there's just a lot, you know, bigger budgets, and 
um, and, and more coaches to help relay and get that information together to help train the athletes. And I do think it's good. And I think that's why a lot of people love to watch the sport. That's why we rate so well on ESPN. That's why these stadiums are full. The fact that um, we outrate a lot of the baseball programs and our, our numbers on ESPN, we out, you know, rate a lot of the uh, other shows or sports that are on. I think people just have a thirst for seeing how quick the game is, how, um, how good the athletes are, and, you know, it's very compelling. Okay, I'm going to get you back to the SEC here, Michelle, and put you on the spot a little bit. Um, yeah. Alabama is 8-4 and four in the league, and by my count, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 other teams in the league that are 5-4 and four, uh, up to the 8-4, and four. so there's a lot of depth in the league at the top. If you take away Alabama and Florida – What's the next SEC team that you really like? You know, I really like Tennessee. They have done a great job this year. I mean, they have, uh, you know, even with Ashley Rogers, their ace being injured and not being able to throw a lot. She's been on pitch counts. I mean, they have found a way to win, and it's just um, the craziest thing to me. But, you know, you start looking at that club, and, you know, they struggled a little bit early. Um, they had some really tough games at the, uh, the ESPN Clearwater Tournament, um, but they have since turned it around. So I think – Tennessee is absolutely a team to watch. And then, of course, Arkansas, who was part of the regular season champion last year, along with Florida. One of the things I love, sometimes uh, listeners will email, and uh, if I can uh, indulge here, uh, Joe is a big Gator softball fan, and he says, to ask you, Michelle, uh, I go to the games, I really like watching the young ladies play, but sometimes I think there are too many home, this is him, too many home runs hit. Should the fences be moved back in women's softball? Yeah, Joe, that is a great question. Um, I think the part of the reason why there's more home runs hits, we used to be 190 down the line. Now it's preferred to be 200 down the line, 220 in center. Uh, you know, again, I think a lot of it has come back to the technology, the bats and the ball. So the stadiums now play a lot smaller. I think part of it is also the umpire strike zones. Uh, you know, it's tough to be a pitcher. Uh, if you can't change speeds and move the ball through the zone, you're, you're absolutely in trouble. The biggest problem with trying to move the fences back, which we've already done, we've already raised them, is that there are some stadiums that are, are landlocked. They might have facilities behind the walls. They might you. have you know, roads. So that, that in lies the problem. There are some stadiums that just simply – you know they can't they can't play larger and and so it, it will be a bit of a conundrum if if the you know the the people making the decisions decide that we need a a deeper outfield. Well, one thing's for sure, Michelle's right, and when she says that softball games rate well on television, they sure do. And let's hope the Florida Alabama one will rate well for you as well, Michelle. So thank you for talking to Gainesville and taking time. Love to have you back. Absolutely, Steve. Anytime. I appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle Smith. She was a terrific player.